Hello and welcome to Getting to Know the Garnet. I'm your host, Brandon Hodnett. Today I'm joined by Jim Heller, head coach of Swarthmore Golf. He joined the Garnet team in 2005 and was named the Centennial Conference's Coach of the Year in 2012 and 2017. In two of the past three seasons, his team has been recognized for having the highest GPA in all of Division III. Jim, thanks for joining me today. It sounds like we're lucky to have you here after a recent health scare. How are you feeling now? I'm feeling a lot better. It was a, a little scale back in November 10th. I played golf and came home and I went in the driveway to go out and play with my great grandson. And next thing I knew I was on the ground. Hmm. And uh, then I, my wife took me to the hospital and then I, uh, they were trying to transfer me over to Lankanol instead of Riddle, because that's where my heart doctor is. And I actually coded in the hospital. And I was out for about two minutes, and they had to do CPR and all. So it was a little scary. And then I went over to Lankanol, and they put me put in a defibrillator in. And uh, then I had my cardiac conversion last Wednesday. So it seems like I'm out of AFib now. So that's the big secret is to stay out of AFib. Well, we're, we're very fortunate to have you here with us still, and we're glad, glad you're doing better. Jim, first of all, you mentioned uh, grandkids, great-grandkids. How many, how many grandkids and great-grandkids do you have now? Well, I actually have, I have two daughters. The one has three girls, and, and which two of them are twins. Okay. And then I, on the other side, my oldest daughter has three boys. And then she got remarried, and I picked up two more uh, step-grandkids. So I got a total of eight grandkids. And then my oldest grandson, who was 25, uh, had a, a baby boy recently. So I'm a great-grandfather also. That's got to feel yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, so I got a large family, and, uh, and we enjoy it. And uh, spent a lot of time on the beach where we cram in 16 people. Oh, my God. That's what the beach is for. Yeah. What, which beach do you like to go to? Uh, Where's your house at? I, I own, own a home down in Ocean City, New Jersey. So uh, we're, we're fortunate there. So uh, it works out pretty well. Very nice. And so, Jim, I just want to talk a little bit about your background. And if you could tell us what you did prior to coaching at Swarthmore. I know you had an you know, interesting, interesting past in your history. Well, I got a long history. I went, graduated high school back in 1966, probably before you were born. Yeah. And uh, then I went to uh, Goldie Beacom Junior College on a basketball, basketball scholarship. Hmm. Uh, in my uh, high school days, I actually played with the, uh, the rookie of the year in 1971, a guy named Jeff Petrie. Uh, I played basketball with him, so that was quite a ride. And then I, after that, I, we had a draft back then, mm. and I was lucky enough to pull number 13. So I uh, volunteered. I said, oh, I'm going to go, so might as well get me. I enjoyed the summertime, and then I went to the Army. And I was fortunate having the two-year degree. Uh, they sent me to communi communication school instead of in infantry. Mm. Uh, so I actually... Uh, Made, uh, made sergeant out of, out of the graduate school communications. And then I, luck, lucky again, I went to Germany instead of Vietnam. Hmm. So I came, uh, 
came to full boat. And then I was getting out of service. I was going to go to a sporting goods business with my dad. But my dad got cancer and died at age 50. So I had a year where I was trying to figure out what to do with my life, uh, whether to go back to school. I actually went back for a semester at Eastern. But I actually proved my wrist the second week I was there for practice. So that put a little damper on it. And then after that, I was just uh, actually tending bar at a, lo a local local tavern. And somebody said, why don't you look at the police force? So I joined the police force back in 1971. I started out making $6,400 uh, just to show you. A year. And then I actually bought my first house uh, for $25,000. And uh, that same house is actually going for about 260000 now. <laughs> it's a, a little tw twin house, but they call it a townhouse in Springfield. Mm -hmm. So I spent uh, 24 and a half years on the police force in Springfield. And uh, in 1995, I had a misfortune of going into a house fire. And we went had to go in twice. We actually saved 10 people, mm. but I picked up smoke inhalation where it damaged my lungs really bad. I tried working and then next thing I know, I had, had an attack when I was on duty. Uh, I had somebody draw a gun on me. And uh, so uh, they came in the hospital the next day and said, see you later. Hmm. Uh, so I said to myself, what am I going to do? Uh, I'm 47 years old. Uh, I can't lay around and not, not do something. So at the time I was doing working part-time for the school district doing non-residency non checks. And um, the principal said to me, well, when you come over here and work, we can't pay you much. So uh, I went over and money was not, not the issue because like I said, I was on disability and, and with my medical benefits. Um, so I went over to high school and did all non-teaching non duties uh, study hall in school suspension. Hmm. So then I picked up the, the uh, freshman girls basketball. So I did that for uh, 14 years, believe it or not. Hmm. And then I also picked up uh, the head coaching job of golf. Uh, I did have a golf background uh, due to the fact that I actually played in college. And I also um, worked at Rolling Green for about 10 years all through my caddy in and working in the grocery shop and so forth. Uh, so uh, I had a little bit of background there. So I actually worked uh, Springfield High School until 2000, um, getting my days here mixed up, Two, 2000, uh, up until 2005. So mm -hmm. 19, uh, uh, 1995 to uh, 2005. And then I actually continued to work at the high school from 2005 to about 2010, uh, doing both jobs, uh, doing the golf job at Swarthmore and also girls basketball at Springfield. And then when I hit 65 and my golf job at Swarthmore uh, started to get more intense because our team got better. So that's when we started uh, playing in the spring and the fall. Mm -hmm. uh, 
So then I devote all my time from uh, that that thing to to the present to the present day. It covers a lot of years and a lot of time. But one of the good things about it was my youngest daughter was a pretty good lacrosse player. In fact, she made all American high school and college. She actually coached Swarthmore about for about five years. All right. And um, I did have the opportunity to put to play uh, to watch all her games, both in field hockey and, and lacrosse. Hmm. Uh, because I was on a disability and had a real flex flexible schedule, hmm. so that was one of the plus sides. And Jim, you've you've won or you've been named the Centennial Conference Coach of the Year twice. What what did that mean to you to be recognized uh, for being the Conference Coach of the Year? Well, it meant a lot because when we, I first started at Swarthmore, uh, the golf program was was at, at a I would say an all-time low in my opinion, mm. uh, because actually the golf coach was sports information guy. Mm -hmm. No disrespect to you guys, but you know how much you had to work on sports information, uh, yeah. and the golf was just a just a side side job for him. Uh, so he didn't really have the opportunity to 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 to, to make the program uh, what it should be for a school of Swarthmore nature. So. Uh, and me being uh, uh, full-time, part-time, uh, it gave me the opportunity to, to rise a program. So we came from the bottom of the Centennial Conference to one of the teams that were was respected and is still respected from the from this day on. In fact, last year we led the conference championship the first two days, and then the third day we we we, we, we lost out. But uh, it's it, uh, it meant a lot because we, the program is, is recognized not only in, in at Centennial Conference, but also in the, uh, the Philadelphia area and mm -hmm. one of the better programs. And I know that in you know, the past several years that I've been here, that the team has done very well academically as well and have been recognized as having like the highest GPA in Division Three. Um, what what does that mean to you as a coach, knowing that your your student athletes are, are putting in their doing their homework and, and excelling in the classroom too? For the last two last three years, we were national champ twice, mm -hmm. and it means a lot because I put academics first and golf second. You're not going to hear that from many golf coaches, mm -hmm. uh, but we're we're here to educate the students first, and the golf is is a bonus for them. Uh, so we, if somebody, and unlike other team, even though it's a team sport, it's more individual than, than say something like basketball. So if a student has a problem with his studies, I tell him to take a couple of days off and get caught up and then come back and play. Uh, one of the real benefits now is the room that uh, our golf room now, it gives them the opportunity instead of going on a course they can spend in which you spend two, two to three hours on uh, they can go to the golf room and, and, and accomplish a lot within the next 15 to 20 minutes yeah I wanted to ask you about that I have as my virtual background the the indoor golf center um, what other what ways have you seen it benefit the golfers I mean just the fact that they can get in there when it's cold or dark or what like what what ways have you seen it benefit the golf? Well, the big benefit is that they actually, 
we have a split season where we play half our matches in September, October, and the remaining match, matches are March and April. And our championships are last week in April. Uh, it actually gives the golfers the op opportunity to play golf the whole time they're on campus. Uh, e even though I can't participate with them during my dead period, they can still go in a golf room under, under the leadership of our, our captains, and they actually play play the whole whole semester, whole two semesters uh, in, in the golf room. So that that was a big accomplishment, and I really thank uh, at our former athletic director Adam Hirsch for pushing that through with us. And believe it or not, it cost approximately two hundred thousand dollars, and we actually raised that money within a week. Wow! So we had we had some big donors on on board yeah. uh, ahead of time, and they would just wait for the phone call to give us permission to uh, go ahead with that. So as soon as the, uh, the matchbox was completed, we, we jumped right on them to get, get some space at the Mullen yeah. Center. Yeah, we're, we're very thankful for all the donors that supported that project. That was, that was really, really important for the team. Um, so, Jim, I, I know that Swarthmore, the golf team, has had the chance to play at a number of great courses throughout your time here, a lot of them uh, during spring break. What are... Um, what are some of the best courses that the team has gotten to play on uh, with you coaching? Well, one, one of the greatest courses that I, I uh, really enjoy playing on is uh, it's called Ocean Forest in Frederico down in Georgia. Mm. Uh, we went to Sea Island, Georgia. One of, one of my, we were lucky, one of my parents asked me where I was going on a spring trip. And I said to him, well, it's really undecided. He said, well, I have a home in Seattle, Georgia. He says, uh, how many do you take with you? I said, this particular year we had 10 players and, and two coaches. And he said, oh, that will work out good because my home has uh, six bedrooms and four baths. <laughs> so we went down there. And uh, in fact, the same gentleman was a big contributor to the golf room, him and his son and family. Um, and um, so I said to him, I've never been to Seattle in Georgia. Can you help me out with the courses? Uh, so there's a lot of, they had a lot of uh, resort courses that we played. So there was two courses called C uh, Frederico uh, and where uh, Davis Love practice at. In fact, we had an opportunity to meet him. And then the following year we had opportunity to meet Zach Johnson, who was also belonged to that club. Uh, and the uh, funny thing about it was we, we were at the pool one day, uh, which is part of the resorts, and there was like 24 guys that go there every year, and they asked us where we we're playing, and I told them, well, we're playing at the resort courses, but we're also playing at Frederico and um, the other, the, other, the other main course down there. And they said, well, we've been coming here for 25 years and we have yet to see those two courses. Hmm. Um, so uh, they gave the opportunity to play with courses. In fact, the Frederica course and, and uh, also Ocean Forest course 
are both used for championships along with the resort courses. Hmm. Wow, that's impressive. Um, Jim, if you had the chance to play at any course in the world, uh, just hypothetically, where would you, where would you want to play at, play around at? Well, I, I've been there, but I haven't played it. Uh, I, I would love to play Pebble Beach. Yeah. Uh, that, that's a number one. And also the, the uh, other course locally, of course, is Pine Valley. Uh, I actually did have an opportunity to play that course one time, but I actually, believe it or not, turned it down. Really? Uh, my daughter had a lacrosse game, and that, that's her family who comes first. So I took, yeah. took, took the opportunity to go to a lacrosse game. Another hypoth hypothetical question for you. So if you had to, if, you, if you're playing in a golf tournament and you needed three other golfers to fill out your team, who, dead or alive, which golfers would you pick as your top three to join your team? The best golfer of all time. Right off the top, I, I would actually go with the Tiger Woods, which everybody assumes that's going to be number one. But I would actually go with uh, Jack Nicholas and Arnold uh, Palmer, the three top golfers around. And then um, if I need a substitute one, I would actually go with Gary Player, hmm. who actually lives in the area now. Uh, so uh, he actually, uh, at Rowan Green, where of course I play at, uh, he actually just went out there and shot 75 and I think at his age was like uh, 82 or 83 now. Wow, that's impressive. Um, Swarthmore regularly hosts um, home matches at Spring Haven and Rock Manor. Uh, what, are, what are some of the hardest holes on those courses for golfers? Well, Spring Haven, we, we, we actually only practice there. Uh, because we don't don't have the availability, uh, so we do go down to Rock Manor, which is uh, actually real close to school, even though it's in Delaware. And uh, that, actually, the, the two toughest holes there, I will believe, actually the first hole, and then the 18th hole. Hmm. Uh, one's a par four, and the other's a par five. But the fir first hole, you have to position your ball in the right right spot because if you go to the right uh you're actually out of bounds and if you go go to the left there's several sand traps on the left hand side along with a big tree so if you uh if you don't play it smart uh majority of the times i tell my golfers to think about going off with an iron or a three wood rather than a driver hmm. because even though it's a almost a drivable hole there's too much uh, disadvantages of, of going, going with the big club. Hmm. And then the, the 18th hole is a nice par five where you can actually attack it, but then there's problems if, if you don't put your driver in the fairway because it's out of bounds on the left-hand side. And then on the right-hand side, it's in a bunch of fescue. Hmm. Uh, so if you don't play it smart, uh, you could be yourself in trouble. So I'm an amateur golfer. I only get to play a couple times a year. What's one tip that someone like myself as an amateur could do to improve my game right away? Like what's something that you see is a pretty common mistake that people make? Well, the biggest common mistake is people overswing. Hmm. Uh, a lot, majority of, of people that don't play often enough 
usually have a baseball swing, mm-hmm. or even on the female side, they have a, what we call a hockey swing. Uh, swing. Uh, so golf is a lot more technique than it is power. Jim, what's we've gotten to know a lot about you in this interview, but is there anything else about Swarthmore golf that you'd like to share? Due to the virus, I'm going to have a problem coming up because my team next year is going to be quite large. In fact, the largest team I ever had. And half the golfers, I never saw swing a club hmm. because I have my current freshman who who got got messed messed up because of the virus, mm-hmm. and then I I have at least four coming in, so that's eight eight out of the sixteen golfers <laughs> I never saw before, and then I have two out of my three seniors took a gap year, so I have them coming back, so it should be uh it should be quite competitive. Yeah, uh, like I I even got a got a video. The other day, I have several of my golfers down in uh, Hilton Head, South Carolina, and uh, one one of the incoming freshmen uh, hit a, hit a drive three fifteen. Uh, so it's a couple of them are shaking their heads, saying, "Well, we got these guys coming in, and mm-hmm. we have the freshmen that that we haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. Uh, where am I going to be on the spot?" And the other thing is, I'd like to bring up is. I try not to cut anybody mm-hmm. because I'm only dealing with space. So I do have a lot of, as you know, I have a lot of A tournaments and a lot of B tournaments. So every golfer on my team, no matter where they stand in the lineup, gets to play five or six college matches. And that's actually unheard of from, from a lot of our, our competition. Uh, they say, you know, what, how, how are you getting the resources to do this? Mm-hmm. And uh, I do send a fund la- fundraiser letter out uh, every year. And I actually bring in a, a large amount of money that I can use for this. And it doesn't cost the college any, any, any uh, money. The relationship that I have with my golfers from Swarthmore, I put about 80 golfers through the program. And I think I'm in a communication with about 75, 75 of the 80. Mm. Uh, the five that I'm missing are actually uh, people that were just in the program for a year or two. Uh, mm. So it's a, it's, it's quite a, like when I had my problem, I got about, had got get about 20, 25 phone calls from alumni golfers mm. who, uh, who, thinking about uh, thinking about my health mm. uh, so it's a that's the main thing it's communications I have with, with my present team and also my alumni team which is quite evident that in the room that you're in that we were able to put put that through with no expense to the college yeah that's awesome that that alumni connection that you have and the other thing we're going to bring up we, we actually have four people four players from Swarthmore that had hole-in-ones during our tournaments. Mm-hmm. We even have one player that had, has a double eagle. Uh, and, and For terminology, a lot of people don't know what a double eagle would mean. It was a par five hole and he, over 500 yards, and he actually put the ball in the hole in the second shot. So that's, that's a, a little bit better than a hole-in-one. 
Yeah, that was that was Bamsey a couple of years ago, right? Yes. Yeah. Where did you see it in person? Were you at the at the hole? I was I was right near the hole. I was going by, and all of a sudden, I heard a yell and turned back, right. and uh, the people up for, forcing that we just getting off the green. They, they will all of a sudden they heard heard something coming, and uh, here they saw saw the ball actually hit the pin and go in, go into the hole. And, and from what I understand. A double eagle is statistically harder to get than a hole in one. There's more yeah, rate. Yeah, because you had to hit a good tee shot. I mean, yeah. he hit a tee shot two eighty plus, and then he had had another two two seventy five in. So uh, it's uh, it, it, it's quite an accomplishment. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. Any uh, any other highlights? Uh, that stick out to you from your time coaching? I think one or two walk-ons actually uh, made, made all conference hmm. uh, and they walked on. And then I also, even though we don't have a female program, uh, I actually put uh, two, three, three females through the program and I got them in individual t- tournaments. And uh, to this, to this day, I'm actually uh, uh, still friendly with, uh, one of the female golfers. In fact, uh, she made a big donation to uh, the, the golf center. Uh, she has a name, uh, the all-purpose room next to the golf, golf center is named after her. So uh, that, 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 was a, that, that was an achievement because uh, she wanted to come to school because her sister was, was at Swarthmore. Mm-hmm. And we said, we'll make it happen. And she actually played, a, she actually made all-conference one year. Hmm. And she uh, she uh, played roughly 10, ten tournaments a year, hmm. so so we made made that happy happen. So stories like that make make you uh, feel pretty good. And then accomplishments of of what the students do once they leave Swarthmore hmm. is quite uh, incredible. In fact, I have uh, two or three in in law school right now. And I have one one in the uh, last year of medical school. Well, Jim, that's all the questions I had for you. If there's anything else you wanted to share, feel well, free. The only thing I want to share is is I hope to uh, at least get four more years in. I mean, I'm 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 probably the oldest member on the staff now, but uh, I'd like to get at least four four more in. So I'm ho- hopefully my health will bounce back to. You can get, get four more years in, and uh, after that, I can't, can't guarantee anything, but uh, we'll go from there. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Swarthmore Athletics Podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, leave us a five-star review, and share it with your friends.